All right, so the purpose of the show is to educate people and to add some value to the everyday person that wants to get started in real estate or just wants to know more about real estate. Um, I'm joined here with my dad. We have the same name of Don. And today we mainly want to talk about how it is that we generate income. Uh, we focus mainly on residential real estate. And right now our main focus is to build single family homes, uh, right? And create affordable housing, which we either sell or rent. So uh, dad, I just want you to kind of give a brief overview of what it is that we do. Uh, in regards to how, how we handle our business? Well, the main goal that I have at the beginning was uh, just uh, have $10,000 in residual income from the rental properties, and that was my first goal. Uh, but then with the time, when you reach that goal, obviously you go for another goal, another goal, and then we want to increase that, but I need to capitalize, and the way to capitalize money in this business is either um, buying and selling or building and selling. So we did flips and now we mixing flips and new construction. But the main purpose of it is uh, capitalize money to invest in rental properties in long term. Okay, so you're saying that when, when you started, your goal was to just hit $10,000 in residual income. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, you know, when without education, so when, we, when, it's, when I start and I start reading books, so what I, I learned from the books was that I need to buy rental properties. But when I went to the lender, I need to put 20, 20% down payment plus 5% closing costs. Obviously, I didn't have enough money to do the numbers of properties that I need to reach that goal. So I have to go another route. And the route was the, the easy route in that, in, that, in that time was to start flipping houses. So flipping houses, just buying distressed properties, rehabbing and selling. So with that money that I make and, I, and, and we profit from those uh, transactions, I invest, I invest all money uh, in rental properties. Okay, so, ba so basically um, what you did was you didn't, you didn't have any money and you weren't able to scale with traditional financing, right? So you're only getting 20% when yeah. you start off? Yes. Or you were getting, a, you had to put down 20% yeah. and you couldn't do many properties. So... You started doing flips uh, and using other types of financing in order to make money, basically the capital that you later needed to allocate into rental properties. And that's how you created the $10,000 yeah. that you were that talking time, about. I didn't know about leverage. I didn't know that I could go uh, another route with different lenders like Harmony Lenders and, I, and they can give me some money based on the ARV of the properties after repair value. Can you, uh, can you explain what ARV is real quick? Some people... ARV some is the after repair value. So you buy these first split stress properties and after repair value is the value that you're going to sell the property once is re rehabbed. So they give you between 70 and 75% of the ARV. Obviously, with this market that we've been having in the last 10 years, so that is uh, going up. So it's an advantage to us. So in that way, I learned that I should take more leverage uh, based on debt. And if you learn how to use debt and taxes, I think that's the main point in this business. Right. That's one of the things that I feel that people don't understand thoroughly uh, when they get into the businesses. 
how do you how do you use leverage to your advantage? You know, most people think negative negatively about debt, and in reality, debt can be one of your biggest assets. Um, can you explain a little bit of how we use debt to scale our business? Well, in the in the case of a, when we do flips, so we find this, the the first thing is find a, a distressed property, a good property that you can rehab and got some profit. So. In that way, you contact a harmony lender or private investor, whoever it is, and you get some money from the ERB. There are different kinds of lenders that they, they lend you money based on the ERB or based on the market value or they give you only for the purchase. So make sure when, when you do that, go to, for the ERB and try to talk the same terms that they're talking in order to understand which one you should pick. So you leverage your, your deal with debt, they give you 70, 75%, and you just come with a little money that can come from another investor. In my case, like I didn't have money, so I use another investor that we share profits and leverage with the, with the Harmony Lender. In that way, my profit from the, those deals, when I start doing three, four, five deals, so I put some money in the in the rental the rental side right so we'd like to call that uh for those of you for those of you that don't know we like to call it a gap investor right so we get the financing um and obviously the financing is not going to uh, cover all the costs in order to do the project so we're going to need to fill in a small gap now we could use that money ourselves or we can we can find the gap investor which could be a plethora of people it could be family friends private investors uh, there's, you can get it from anywhere and you could plug that money into the actual deal. And, and in that case, you wouldn't need any of your own money. You could just have, you just find the deal and you carry out the project and you don't need any money involved. So when you commonly hear people in real estate talking about, you don't need money to start, that's how they do it. They use it. They use other people's money. Um, so and I think that's a way if you use other people's money and you know, you learn how to leverage that and you use other people's time and uh, combine that in a business so it, you're going to be successful successful in this business. Correct. So I think um, one of the biggest hurdles that people have is finding a deal. And the reason why I think finding a deal is one of the biggest hurdles is because it's the first thing that you have to do um, when you're starting out is finding the actual deal. So can you talk about a little bit of you know how we find deals or what is a deal, what, what it looks like? Well, when we start, we do an, an MLS, multiple listing services, uh, that use the realtors. We took the, the license and you don't need to get a license to do uh, real estate investment. So it's, you have a disadvantage when you use license because you got to disclosure everything in the deal. So, but the advantage of, for calling that kind of advantage is that you can see all the deals in, in you know in the market through the MLS. What he means by a disclosure, if you're a real estate agent and you're trying to buy a property for yourself, you have to send you have to send the seller uh, documents called a, a it's a basically a disclosure that says that you are an interested party in the property. Um, yeah, and I some know. and some agents might they might be um, they might not want to do business with you because because of that. Um, yeah, you got a disclosure that you're licensed and you're not taking advantage of the deal. But uh, the main thing there is that you go if either MLS or other routes. There are different routes where you can get uh, acquired properties. Uh, some people call uh, driving for dollars that you can drive and find distressed properties like 
Uh, in summertime, it's easier when you see, you know, tall grass and you see newspaper, you see, uh, paper, all the paper in the, in the front door. You see that that property is vacant probably. And you try to contact these people. You try to find the number of these people and call them. You can, uh, you can hire a realtor and a realtor can help you with the purchase if you're not a realtor. But there are many ways to acquire properties. There are auctions in the city. There are wholesalers that you can buy the property from them. So there are many ways that you can find to uh, get a property right now. Right. And right now, um, you know, we're not really focusing too much on flips, uh, on finding the stre- distressed properties. A big portion of our work now is finding land. So how I know it's a similar process, but you, do you want to elaborate a little bit on on what actual like what it looks like, you know, finding a good deal for land and maybe talk a little bit about how we like to buy in in bunches, not just one one property. Yeah. Um, the beginning of 2020, we changed our uh, strategy with the flips and, and new construction because the inventory, the flips inventory were reducing a lot. And our business model is working on, on volume. So um, we decide to change a little bit of strategy and go, uh, I use all our team to go for, for the lot. The lot is the same process. You can do MLS. You can do drive for dollar. You can, uh, by lots, you mean like just land, just land, just vacant land where you can build, but you know, you have to know what you're doing because you gotta, you gotta get, uh, familiar with the counties, with the zoning department, with the building department to make sure that that piece of land that you buying is buildable. There are people that may mistake, buy some land that is not buildable, or people that buy some land believing that they can build two, three, four houses, and it's only for residential, just one house. Right. So the main thing, the main point here is that you guys get educated with what you're going to do. Is possible for everybody to do this business? Yes, it is. Is possible for everybody to make money in this business? Yes, it is. But you got to make sure you get the right education and keep educating in a basis, in a daily basis. For me, that's the main point. Right. I think one of the biggest things, one of my big takeaways from acquiring education is that a lot of times your education is not obtained through reading or through courses. It's actually obtained by by mistakes. Yeah, by doing things and by mistakes that you make. So I know for us, at least a lot of our education has come from actually buying land that isn't good or that has problems. And, you know, we learn either to not buy the same type of land or, or we actually learn how to, how to jump over those hurdles and how to make the best out of a bad situation. So, you know, a lot of people, they, they want to suggest that you read and, and that's all great. We do all that stuff too, but a lot of, but most of the education that you will get is from actual experience and boots on the ground, um, doing research and talk, going to the county and actually buying land or buying a distressed property, whatever your business model is. Um, yeah, at the beginning, you got to go to do a lot of work, but that work is worth it if you apply it and you don't, uh, you don't uh, give away. So you got to keep focus on what you're doing and do the things that you got to do in order to achieve what you want to achieve. But the main point with the people or most of the people that I see that they don't achieve uh, success here or they don't move forward or they uh, gave up is that fear is the main thing, fear. Yeah. But when I see people say, what do you fear about? What's your fear? So if you don't have enough money now, or you'd have a, uh, a job. So 
it's more sure that you lose that job in, in some years that you're going to lose money in real estate. And when you want to stand that you don't have too much money, what you got to lose? You don't lose anything. You're not going to lose anything. So the experience and the mistakes that you're going to probably make here so are going to be, uh, I would say, the tool in order that you can use to do more deals in the future. So it's take the first step, like you said. Do the first thing and move on. Correct. All right. So just to wrap it up here, um, I just kind of want to summarize everything that we went over uh, just very quickly. So basically, you know, when we started, or at least when my dad started, he wanted to get passive income. You know, he wanted to get to $10,000 in passive income through rentals, but he didn't have any money. Uh, so what he did is he started flipping houses with other people's money in order to gather that capital, the money that he needed to buy rentals. Uh, since we've done a lot of flips um, and we've shifted our focus into new construction and the business model is the same, right? We find a deal, we build the house, we sell it or we rent it. Uh, and if we sell it, we have the capital that we will use in order to find more rentals. And it's just a cycle that keeps on going. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of all that I wanted to go over today. Is there anything else that you want to add? Yeah, just take... Take advantage of the market that we have now. We have a nice interest rate. We have a lot of lot to do to be built. Uh, it's just that you get education and you move forward on it. So I think that it work, what we're doing uh, help you a little bit to start or if you are in the process of starting something or doing the building or flips so we can help you or guide you to uh, achieve what you want to achieve right now or in the future. It's a long-term business. So for me, it's for all, for the rest of my life that is going to be doing this and build wealth, be able to be well and transfer to the other generations. Perfect. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. See you guys later. All right. I'll see you.